We are the end of a millennium. We are a decade of decadence. We are the 90s. That dog's mouth. Real moment of silence. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's good enough. Hello, and welcome back to We the 90s, the 90s theme report style podcast that takes you back to the 90s. Oh, wait, this is the wrong. Every. Did I say a different thing last time? Yeah, you were winging it as usual. Welcome back to We the 90s, the 90s theme report style podcast. It takes you back to the 90s by belligerently talking about all your favorite 90s shit in a way that makes you think, wow, the 90s were kind of shit, weren't they? I'm Thomas, and with me, as always, are Joe. <laughs> Hi. Lizzie. So. And David, in that order. Okay. That's it. So everybody needs to it's break down March how anymore. much they're going to say. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, it is. Oh, wait, it is. Yep. Three more days. <laughs> Three more days of Joe, Lizzie, and David. That's it. Uh, how are you? I'll be better in three days. <laughs> <laughs> this is not that podcast. <laughs> it's not that podcast. No, change your personality. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Lizzie? Lizzie? <laughs> Um, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> she's on a 90s podcast on her cell phone. <laughs> That's what she's doing. <laughs> on her, but ni- with the 90s background uh-huh. um, cover. True yeah. that, Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. Nice. Frankie Lise. Joe? Who is Lisa um, Frank? I'm ready to get rid of all these extra dogs Joe's, in my house and Joe's stuff. always on point with her, her uniform. This, this, like, I know. <laughs> artist? No. No? Well, you'll learn all about her soon. That's right. It's up there on the list. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah, report on Anne Frank. Nope. That's okay. Not, which eight, not which the 90s. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> the 1890s? 1890s. Uh, no, not, not the 1890s either. <laughs> Got some idiots in here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Anne Frank. Yeah. Well, today we have a episode that is hopefully in good timing because... 16 days from hopefully when you can hear this episode, you'll be able to witness the next phase of this property right here. Today, we are talking. Right. Wouldn't it have been easier to just put the song in and post? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Okay. I just wanted you all to get jazzed up. Lizzie, what do you feel about this song? How are your thoughts on this song? Do you feel it? Do you want to like bounce to it? Yeah. Yeah. That's more like Party Boy from Jackass. (laughs) Party Boy would have loved this song. Yeah. I feel like he would have. (laughs) Woo! 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 All right. Honestly, like, even that song is so fucking 90s. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, uh, oh, I hope I wrote something about. Yeah, I did write something about that. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about Mortal Kombat throughout the '90s. So we're gonna start in sort of the '91, '92 uh, years with Mortal Kombat one and two. So Mortal Kombat was a game created by Chicago-born game developers Ed Boon and John Tobias at Midway Games Studio. Midway Games, famous for um, what was the football game where you fuck people up. Not Blitz. Uh, yeah, NFL Blitz. Blitz. <laughs> yeah, NFL Blitz. And uh, I think like NBA Jams maybe Midway did that as well. 
was Jam or Hang Time? Yeah, I think I think it was NBA Jams. Jam, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Ed Boone served as the lead programmer for the game, and John Tobias, who was a big fan of comic books and artistry at an early age, served as the concept designer, uh, creating the storylines, character designs, themes, and settings. So he is the guy who came up with everything that we know about the Outworld and the Nether Realms. Uh, the game started development in 1991 when Midway Games was asked to create a game based on the movie Universal Soldier. You yep. knew that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Oh, you don't even know Univers- Universal Soldier? Never heard of it. Yeah, we're going to watch more 90s movies. You never uh, heard of it. No. Jesus Christ. They picked up a rejected project that Tobias had submitted before that Ed Boon himself rejected um, and then continued with the game even after licensing fell through where they, I think they might have created that Universal Soldier game, but then they wanted to do something similar but their own vision and they wanted it to be more akin to Bloodsport, uh, which is a little bit more... I mean, it's different, but it's it's much more graphic, a little bit more violent of a movie, and they wanted a game based very much on that. Um, and so they picked up this project that John Tobias had started and decided that they are going to move forward with this game with their vision. Okay, so right off the bat, we have fucking John claude all over the place. That's Two right. movies. That's right, and it's going to come up again. Yep. The name is considered for the game before it was finally decided upon uh, and released were Dragon Attack. Dragon Attack? No. no. No? One to ten. How's Dragon Attack? Are there dragons in it? No. In some way? No. Sort of? No. no. <laughs> okay. So, no. Out of From one to ten, she gave it a no. Give it a three. Okay. All right. Uh, how about Death Blow? Death Blow. That's I no. mean, it sounds no. wrong, but it makes more sense than Dragon. I the right price, the Death Blow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say, uh, I do. Yikes. Uh, and the final name, Fatality. Oh, right. Final name. Or, or okay. the final yeah. name that I'm going to share with you that they were thinking about. Pun. Ultimately, the name was given to the developers by a friend within the business who worked mostly on pinball games, which is where John Tobias, oh, I'm sorry, no, which is where Ed Boone started his career working on pinball games. Um, it received its final touch when an unknown low-level employee at Midway Games jokingly replaced the C with a K and Mortal Kombat was born. I hate those stories. Those, oh, some some unknown. Like this came straight from I think uh, an interview with John Tobias, where it was like, yeah, some some employee. It was like, bitch, remember the name? Yeah, remember the name of that employee. This is a very important fucking thing. They replaced the C with the K, which is what they do for everything in the game oh. and all of their properties. So, mm. combatants, Mortal Kombat, uh, Conquest, all those things have. That guy case. probably got no money for coming up. Oh, no, no. absolutely not. And that's why <laughs> not he's a known low-level yeah. employee who that's was awful. probably killed. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, to keep silent. Right. <laughs> let me give you a brief rundown of the story of the the first game. Right, The story's expanded into this whole great thing. But uh, in the first game, so how this goes is that there are different realms. Um, there's Earth Realm. There's the Nether Realm or Outworld, uh, but there's all sorts of different realms. And uh, there's a a tournament that takes place because somebody, I think Shang Tsung, one of the characters, tried to gain more power away from the main emperor of all that is whatever. And uh, they created this tournament where if you lose the tournament 10 times between Earth Realm and Outworld, if you lose the tournament 10 times, the other one is able to control your realm. And take over your realm. So what happened was Shang Tsung won the first one. 
uh, because he's the one that I think created this and then brought on a character named Goro, big uh, guy with like four arms, eight arms, thousand four. arms. Six. It's four. Okay. Four to six arms <laughs> and four. Uh, potentially a thousand. And um, Goro won the next eight. So where we pick up is we're on the cusp of that 10th loss as Earthrealm and we need to win the tournament. So um, Lord Raiden puts together a bunch of different combatants to defend Earthrealm in the tournament that is Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat 1 was released as strictly an arcade game. Joe, did you know that? Yes. Damn it, you know everything. Lizzie, did you know that? <laughs> it used to be an arcade game? It started as an arcade game. No, I, no. Nice. This is why we're here. I have a question before <laughs> no. we continue. Okay. <laughs> um, did you have to reside in the realm to be nominated as a champion for that realm? I think, yeah, you, you had to be, because Outworld is a lot of like gods and, and immortal beings, and then Earthrealm is basically humans, so you had to be... You'd be in some way human, at least in the beginning of this, to to protect the Earth realm, uh, other than Raiden, because Raiden is the way they describe it. Because I tried to look it up, because Raiden in my head is now always white, but I'm sure he started as not white, um, and he's basically a person, uh, a god that, like, depending on who looks at him. Uh, we'll, we'll show like what way that person looks. So if the the Norse looked at him, he was um, Thor, right? If, okay. if the Greeks or whoever the fuck they were looked at him, then he was Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. So he just changes up for for everything. So he can defend the Earth realm also sometimes, even though he usually doesn't partake in the contest. Um, at least when the storyline got a little bit more serious. And then as things happen, like in in the latest game, you see Liu Kang start to like gain powers of a god so I, I think he can't compete in the tournament now but you have to start as a human in order oh. to do that to separate itself from its storied rivals in the arcade industry street fighter uh, who had a very cartoonish and animated look to their characters midway games chose to use actual photos of their fighters which were professionally shot in a studio digitized them and then entered them into the game giving it a more real feel uh, this only amplified the game's second feature to make it stand out more which was its infamous violence blood and gore things we love about the game Mortal Kombat 1 started with seven playable characters. Any guesses who they were? Joe, can you name the seven playable characters? I can. Once you get one wrong, it moves on to the next person. So we should start with Lizzie. <laughs> okay. Name okay, a character. You have to give me more than that. Like the name or... The name of the characters. The name of the character. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> oh, my Lizzie's God. Like, I don't... What, I, I know. You gotta I, give me more I, than I that. Know. You, you don't know, you don't learn, know any more Mortal, Mortal Kombat characters? None. Absolutely none. Well, wow. Never okay. played in my life. you never All seen right. the movie? No. no. All right, Joe. What do we got? <laughs> oh, boy. Sub-Zero. Hold on. Where'd my list of names go? Wait, is it just uh, Sub-Zero, yep. Okay. Yep. No. Um, it doesn't matter what realm. Yeah, just seven player. Okay. Scorpion? Yep. What's the fucking guy's name? What's his name? I want to say John. It's Johnny Cage, right? Yep. Okay, I almost said Johnny Cash. I'm like, that's a singer. Jax. No. Damn it. Not that's the Jax. one I was worried about. Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade. Kano. Kano. Should have gone with Sonya. So far, we have Johnny Luke Cage, Sonya Blade, oh, Kano, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Liu Kang. Who's the last one? Can I say it? You know it? I'm pretty sure I know it. 
Is it Raiden? It is yeah. Raiden. There you go. It is Raiden. <laughs> yeah, because Shang Tsung was Dude, like the boss. Dude, so he didn't yes. come in yeah. until later? Yeah. So the final boss was Sun. Shang Tsung and the penultimate, which is my favorite word Lizzie knows. I say penultimate a lot now. Penultimate boss uh, was Goro. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, they called him the sub boss. And then Reptile served as the secret combatant nice. with a K. They always had a secret combatant. Yes, they did. Where you had to do some ridiculous shit to get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you can only defeat somebody using like low kicks or low some kicks shit. Like, and high kicks. <laughs> and you had to do it at the end huh. of a round or all of the second round, some shit. And you couldn't be touched. Yeah. He has to be like a perfect, <laughs> flawless victory. Flawless like, victory. Sorry. Jump. Uh, no, you got it. Uh, Liu right. Kang was very heavily based on Jackie Chan. No. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. There you go. Very heavily based on Bruce Lee. Um, his fighting style, the noises that he makes, and also his heavy connection to the mystical dragon. So a lot of times he has a dragon tattoo, or he transforms into a dragon, or something about dragons. Um, Johnny Cage was very much, much based on... Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude Van Damme Van from Damme. Bloodsport and... Uh, Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier, which we will watch both of those. And I Not today, Street Fighter. We will watch them. <laughs> uh, and then, yes, and then Street Fighter. So, uh, yeah, loosely or loosely based on Jean-Claude Van Damme because this started as that Universal Soldier idea uh, or game. Uh, Rain, who wouldn't show up until Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, was inspired by Ed Boon's favorite musical artist. Lizzie, this is where it's your turn to guess. Rain. He's a symbol. Prince. Prince, yes. Ed Boon's favorite artist was Prince. So Rain is a ninja who wears mostly purple, which is why you're wearing, not wearing, <laughs> which is why your microphone wearing is wearing purple. that purple nub thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else have we got? Sonya Blade, as well as Tanya, uh, were named after Ed Boon's sisters. So US Gamer ranked Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2 numbers 8 and 9 on their list of the top 10 best-selling arcade games ever within Mortal Kombat One's first 10 years, the arcade game sold 24,000 cabinets, so the things that they play them in, and then made a revenue of $570 million within the first 10 years. Mortal Kombat 2 did slightly different. Um, it did 27,000 cabinets and then like maybe up there in $600 million that it made. It was really hard to figure out how you get revenue from, from arcade games. Like other games now, you sell them, and then that's the revenue. But arcade games, you sell them one to uh, arcades in different places. But then, do they make anything off the money that goes into the machine? Yeah, I was going to say, do they keep track of the money that do. goes into that particular machine? I don't think yeah. so either. I think those the Do they sell them, they or do they sell lease them? Chips? Yeah, that's a good question. If you remember yeah, watching that thing, they, you have to buy the upgrades to the... The microchips. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so yeah, I know so they, they were sell constantly you the selling you. Yeah, exactly. They sell you the first yeah. game chip, and then if you want this upgrade or this added character, you have to buy the other chip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either so. way, that's not bad. $570 million? Yeah. I mean, that's a seems to be a hit. <laughs> uh, all right. Senate hearings over the ratings of Mortal Kombat yep. heavily paved the ground for the ESRB Ratings Commission to be created, which ultimately wouldn't be created until 1994. ESRB are all the people who Lizzie tell you that your nine-year-old Make-A-Wish kid can't play Mortal Kombat at level. <laughs> I'm that person. Yes, <laughs> you are the ESRB in some way. That it's is the first me. set of Karens in the world. Yeah, that's, that's right. Dude, a ten-year-old wants to play fucking like. 
I don't know, some crazy you can't play game. Mortal Kombat. Here's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, right. here's Animal Crossing. 1993. In April through June of 1993, I couldn't find an exact date, Mortal Kombat 2 came to the arcades across North America. This game added characters such as Shao Kahn, Kitana, Malina, Baraka, and... Baraka. The person you got wrong. Oh, and Jax. And Jax. There you go. Who's that? Melina. Melina, yeah. Uh, And Jax. So those characters were introduced. They also introduced new secret combatants, Smoke and Jade. Yep. And in Mortal Kombat 2, after winning 50 consecutive battles, you had the opportunity to fight a noob, Sabot. Any guesses as to why he is named that? Can I guess? Yes. Has something to do with Sega? No. No. Doesn't have anything to do now. Because he's a noob. Noob noob. That's a Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, noob, that's a thing in the world. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, David with the correct answer. It's the creator's name, last name backwards. Both the creator, the creator's name, last name's backwards. So Boone, Noob, Tobias, Sabot. Noob, wow. Sabot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Interesting. I've done more research for Thomas's presentation than my own, just okay. so you guys know. Oh, my God. AKA, I also watched the same documentary on Amazon Prime that he did. Boom. Did you watch the movies? I rented both of them. I didn't, but I will later. Oh uh, the game also introduced friendships. Here's yeah. a brief explanation. Yeah. So, uh, fatalities mm-hmm. are in the game. It's a finishing blow. Yeah. So after you've already definitely defeated the person, they stay standing uh, and, and a little bit woozy, and you can press a. Can you give us of an buttons. example of what they look like? <laughs> what they look like? They just right stand now. there, like yeah, they just stand here with their arms <laughs> at their sides, like like me after like two margaritas, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and then somebody comes up and beats the shit out of them like right. Lizzie after or <laughs> no margaritas. Uh, so the fatalities could be, um, you know, like ripping somebody's head. Up out of their yeah. body so Jesus. that their spine comes all the way out. Oh my god! Yeah. No, Sub Zero freezes somebody. That's a little aggressive. No, it's yeah. great. Their head off. <laughs> yep, that was amazing. Uh, so those are fatalities. But after those Senate hearings, the creators of Mortal Kombat decided to add friendships. <laughs> so afterwards, when they're woozy, you can press a series of buttons, and then you can give a gift to yeah. the other person. <laughs> yeah. Scorpion gives a little doll figure of himself as a gift to the other person. Uh, they will sing for you. They will dance for you. Uh, I think Jax somewhat racistly maybe plays like a uh, trumpet or, or some sort of thing or some sort of a, what's that jazz instrument? A saxophone. Jazz saxophone, something like that. Jazz flute. Jazz flute. Jazz, jazz flute. Jazz hands. Uh, so, he yeah. Plays so some jazz flute. Yes, flute. <laughs> Any kapu. <laughs> uh, so, so, friendships were introduced into that game. But friendships weren't enough. So just to be safe as a backup, they also introduced babalities into the game. I have a question, though. So after this person is like woozing, yeah, and then you, you, you do a, a friendship thing, do yep. they die? Uh, no, they continue to stay standing the, there. Yeah, you're just declared the winner. Oh, you're, you're still declared the winner. Yeah. At that, point, at that point, you already won. Oh, that's, okay. That's an opportunity so it's just for you however to just insult to injury. Finish yeah. it. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. beating the dead horse. Right. So instead, you give them a present for yes. here. I've killed you. Here's yeah. a present. Yes. It's funny she said finish it because that's. Yeah. Finish, finish him. Yeah. yeah, she knows that. Yeah. Uh, so Babalities is. Babalities? Babalities oh, is no. you press a is series gonna, of buttons. Am I going to get mad? Yeah. No. Oh. They turn into babies. Yeah. Oh, babies. Yeah. They turn into little baby they versions. They turn into them, little so. babies? Yeah. Yeah. So little baby Sub Zeros, little baby Scorpions. <laughs> yep. Just out of curiosity, 
<laughs> what could he have said for you to get to mad be a at? woman? I thought like, that they were going to present a beautiful woman yeah, to them, like, and that they were going to like a oh, woman wow. do something to them on screen. I don't know. That was the nineties. I think they were. I think they would have sold more copies if they did that. Yes, babalities. So they introduced those two things based off the uh, Senate. So was this kind of like a? Is this like okay? So the so they told the people the Senate people told them they had to change their shit. So was this kind of like their like middle, middle finger they, dark humor to yeah. to it? Okay. Yes, this was their humor to it. But they actually didn't have to change anything. the The Senate hearings resulted in the rating system where it would just be slapped with a mature rating, mm-hmm. oh, and right. you wouldn't be able to sell to you know anybody under seventeen directly. Right. So they didn't have to change anything, but they did this as like a fuck you. Okay. So uh, it worked. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> but then came those bitches. That's true. But then came the biggest move yet, and on September thirteenth of nineteen ninety three, dubbed as Mortal Monday, this was the day that David was saying Mortal Kombat was released on home consoles, including Sega Genesis, Game Sega. Gear, Game Boy, and the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Do you, SNES. What was the uh, What was the difference on the the SNES. <laughs> the difference was they took out the, or no, they didn't take out. They heavily edited the yes. fatalities, and they took out the blood and yeah. turned it into like a clear yeah. substance. Or like was, a, it was like blue or green, or right. no, it was sweat. It was supposed That's to be what sweat. it was. Yeah, when you would punch someone in the face, like a blood splatter would go backwards. Mm. On the Nintendo, it was like just clear sweat, mm, so it wouldn't represent blood. Mm. Right? Nintendo didn't approve Lame. of mm-hmm. those American ideals. Um, <laughs> So, yes, uh, Mortal Monday was September 13th, 1993. The game sold over 2.5 million units on the Genesis alone. The Genesis was like the premier uh, the console Genesis, to right? play on. Yeah, yeah. Sega Genesis. I had that. That's the one that we played our family house. on, and they beat the shit yeah. out of us. <laughs> uh, 1994. Mortal Kombat 2 was released on home consoles on Friday, September 9th, which was dubbed... M- Mortal Kombat. Damn it. We were almost there. Was like, what was the last Mind. one? What was the last one dubbed? Mortal Monday. Uh-huh. This Monday. one was released on Friday, September 9th. Mortal Friday. Mortal Friday. Friday. That's right. Yeah, They got less creative with the names. Yeah, they did. But it's stuck. Mortal Friday. Friday, September 9th, 1994. The game sold 2.5 million units in its first two weeks, making it the, at that time, the fastest selling game to reach that point ever. 1995, a very big year for Mortal Kombat. On April 15th, 1995, Mortal Kombat 3 was released in arcades. Uh, Mortal Kombat 3 contributed many new pieces to the game series, including a revamped gameplay where each character now had their own unique combo strings, which is a huge part of any fighting game. Mortal Kombat Injustice, all of those fighting games now. Uh, So your, your unique combo streak... Animalities were also introduced. So adding on, you have fatalities, babalities, friendships, and now you have animalities where the characters would turn into some sort of resembling animal, and that animal would proceed to fuck you up at the very end. So this is where the strong connection with dragons comes in because the main character, Liu Kang, uh, based on Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was the dragon, basically. Um, And then Liu Kang would turn into a dragon and eat you. So, so the person who won would turn into the dragon or turn into turn the animal. Into the animal, and then it's a the version of your fatality. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. you have like a like a spirit animal. Yeah, 
So Sub Zero was guesses. <laughs> Must everything be Harry Potter with you? That's <laughs> <laughs> not just Harry Potter, was, you asshole. I'm the Phoenix. Uh, so you're fucking Native Americans and shit. Does it have to do with being Sub Zero? Yeah. An Arctic. What were the animals? Fox. Not an Arctic fox. fox. An Arctic. It was fox? a polar bear. A polar bear. Uh, Sub Zero turned into a polar bear. Okay. Liu Kang turned into a dragon. Uh-huh. Um. Scorpion didn't turn into a scorpion for some. Well, that makes no sense. Makes no sense. But but his friendship was a little scorpion man thing. It was a a a figure of himself. It wasn't the actual (laughs) animal scorpion. He's a cocky motherfucker. Yeah, 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 he's cocky. Um, Johnny Cage would throw a picture of himself because Johnny Cage was an actor, a martial arts actor like Jean Claude Van Damme, who was asked to join this tournament because of how good he was. as a martial artist. Oh. So he would throw a signed picture of himself, which he actually does in the movie. Yeah. It's so yeah. fucking It's pretty cocky. awesome. Yeah. It's so That's cocky. the shit. I hated it. So only two of them are actually animals? No, they all are. Uh, Night Wolf is a Native yes, American character. Know. He turns into a wolf, uh, okay. but I didn't There's look up the rest of these. Of Holy shit. <laughs> uh, you could also do stage transitions in this game. So if you uppercut somebody at the end of a round, they will fall through the floor into a different level. Um, Usually also, spikes dying. Yeah, if, if that was in the final round that you beat them, yes. Scorpion turns into a penguin. How dumb is that? Uh, that is stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I do have one for Lizzie, though. Sorry. Did someone turn into an elephant? Yes. yes. <laughs> that was going to be my question. If anyone turned into an elephant. Rain turns oh, nice. into a small <laughs> elephant. It's meant to be. Yeah. And you want to know what it does, though? Does it <laughs> smash them with their trunk? No. He blows a loud them? sound from his trunk, making the opponent's skin dissolve. <laughs> Pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, right? Uh, let's see. In Mortal Kombat 3, the new characters were Sindel, Striker, Cyrax, Sector, Nightwolf, Shiva, and Cabal, and Motaro, the centaur, was introduced as the game's new boss. Although they had many good additions, one wild absence from Mortal Kombat 3 was the absence of Scorpion. This was Ed Boon's favorite character, yeah. and somehow it failed to make it into the game. Uh, and after some backlash, the creators put out Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 in October of 1993. 93. Mortal Kombat. No, I guess it was 1995 oh. uh, because this takes place in 1995. Mm. Also in 1995, it was, again, a huge year, especially with the property's first round on the big screens appearing on August 18th, 1995. Although it only holds a 45% and a 57% score on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has gone on to be a cult classic. Rotten Tomatoes themselves, as well as many other review sites, have actually posted arguments for why this is one of the greatest video game movies uh, and most loyal video game movies of all time. Three big reasons being the guts to cast an Asian lead back in 1995. Liu Kang was the quote-unquote lead, even though it was a big cast. Uh, two, Wire Fu. Wire Fu is something that The Matrix is sort of uh, falsely known for bringing to Western movies. It was something that was done a lot in in uh, Asian movies, but they say Matrix brought Wire Fu, but actually Mortal Kombat did Wire Fu before The Matrix. 
Um, and then the third is a great example of sticking to the source material at the times, of course, minus the absence of all of the blood and gore, uh, which was part of the mandated PG-13 rating by New Line Cinema. Take note, DC. Stick to the source material. Stick to it. The greatest gift that this film gave us is arguably the theme song that you heard earlier, yeah. titled Techno Syndrome by the Immortals. Originally, the studio wanted a soundtrack and theme song comprised of music from popular musicians at the time, Janet Jackson and Van Halen uh, because they're a gaggle of dum-dums but the creative team behind the project eventually was able to secure their vision which was an EDM theme soundtrack electronic dance what does the M stand for? Revolution no (laughs) what did you say? (laughs) what did you say? (laughs) dance dance revolution Jesus Christ (laughs) music? yes (laughs) it's music EDM I said EDM stands for electronic dance what does the M stand for and you gave an R word (laughs) (laughs) you just heard dance I just heard dance (laughs) okay thank you for paying attention what does the M stand for? music (laughs) alright the soundtrack to more Mortal Kombat went platinum in less than two weeks. The soundtrack to Mortal Kombat was the first ever electronic dance music record to go platinum in history. This movie also made a few character portrayals iconic and the new norm for the series moving forward. So let's talk about the cast and crew. All right. So to start, this was the first big movie, um, the second film overall, but the first big movie as a director for Paul W.S. Anderson. Anybody know who he is? What his fame is? Nope. No shot. <laughs> Resident Evil movies. Oh. He was the director of all of the Resident Evil movies. Um, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa portrayed Shang Tsung in the movie. His performance was so influential that all of the character appearances resembling his perfor- or resemble his performance in some way. He would return for Mortal Kombat Legacy, the web series, and also as a character in Mortal Kombat 11 expansion story. Fun fact. Who is Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa? He's Johnny Tsunami's Johnny Tsunami. He's actually Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, he is the Johnny Tsunami. He is yeah. Johnny Tsunami. You seen Johnny Tsunami? Wait, the young guy? No. This bitch. The, it was a grandpa or it was father? Like, it was the kid's grandfather. The kid's grandfather. Oh. Who is actually named Johnny Tsunami. Right. The other, the kid is actually named Johnny... Kapahala. Yeah, Kapahala. Oh. Yeah. So he is Johnny Tsunami and he yeah. is Shang Tsung and he will take your soul. Uh, Robin, I'm going to maybe mispronounce the last name here, even though it's probably an easier one. Uh, Robin Sho played Liu Kang, a character based on Bruce Lee. He is also credited with some of the fight choreography and potentially saving this film from ruin. So like I had mentioned, Paul W.S. Anderson, this was his first major film, um, and I believe his first action film. So when directing it, he didn't know how to shoot action or fight sequences. He was shooting wide-angle shots for multiple minutes on end. This left the crew exhausted and ragged very early on into production. And it wasn't until a little bit into production that Robin Show decided to step up uh, a regular in the martial arts industry and taught him the secrets of filming fight scenes. That wide shots were only used for a few seconds and the rest was a series of quick cut close up shots. So this actor, who probably didn't make a lot of money from this, uh, decided to step up and, and tell the director, hey, this is how you do it. And that's what helped this movie. Thought that was nice. A lot of people what a nice guy. In this- uh, franchise? Not franchise. That did shit and didn't get recognized yeah, for it? basically. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of in, them. In this property. In this yes, property. a lot of that. God. Uh, yeah, there's, there's actually, I should have wrote this down, there's four people who 
were noted as creating the game, but uh, Boone and Tobias were the two biggest ones because it was their vision, but the other two helped them create it. Uh, so I'm a part of it. Hey, I'm a part of it. Huh. All right. Christopher Lambert, famous for his role in, David? Dexter. Not Dexter. He, for his Lambert? role at the time. He's Dexter's dad. Famous for, oh, he's Dexter's dad, but famous for his roles at the time of the Highlander movies. There can only be one Highlander. Oh, uh, was the highest paid actor on set. He was such a hot commodity that his contract only had him scheduled to shoot for three weeks, and all three weeks would be the close-up shots. So uh, after filming started, uh, they would use a stand-in for the wide-angle shots and the far-away shots. But after filming started and seeing how things were going, he started to believe in the movie so much that he thought it couldn't succeed without uh, or with a lookalike playing his part for the wide shots. So he actually stayed on for all of those other shots free of charge. He didn't renegotiate his contract. What a nice guy. What a nice guy, Christopher Lambert. And then he taught his son to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and he also killed people, but that's fine. He even paid for the rap party when production was over. Wow. So uh, who else sought the role of Raven or was sought out for the role of Raiden? Yeah, not Raven. Not, not Raven. Raven. <laughs> I was like, what? That's so Raven. Uh, no. Joe, any guess? Uh, this No one's going to guess this except okay. for David. Nope. <laughs> I probably wouldn't oh, no? either. Yeah. Well, you said no one's going to guess Yeah, it. I know. I well, give up on my well, guess. She, the guess is none other than Sean Connery himself that, was that, shot to be Raven. Not, not have worked. No. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Just the voice. like Yes. Uh, so he was sought out. But after hearing that he wasn't going to be fighting any women on set, he decided it wasn't for him. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Thomas. Hey, y'all want equality. Fuck just, off. Just kidding. Thomas. <laughs> just kidding. He's a notorious woman beater. Until Cut he that died. out. <laughs> until women beat him. No, they didn't beat him either. <laughs> Uh, but Sean Connery uh, decided that he was not going to do it because he actually wanted to spend more time playing golf. Uh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he did not, and then Christopher Lambert came in and, and filled that spot. You Michael, know who Sean Connery is, Joe? Is uh, Thomas's favorite James Bond? Negative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that'd be Pierce Brosnan. Oh Can you stop getting off topic? <laughs> Yakers. Um, <laughs> Michael J. White was going to play Jax. Do you know Michael J. White? Fuck yeah. I but, could have seen that. But turned it down to star in Tyson. Johnny. Who's Johnny? Nothing, sorry. Oh. Uh, Tyson, like Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson, yeah. He portrayed Mike Tyson in the movie Tyson, so he turned down the role of Jax. Huh. Kano was portrayed by the actor Trevor Goddard. So, funny story, the original Kano in Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 video game was actually portrayed to be a Japanese-American man. However, the crew was so impressed with Goddard's performance that they changed his character in all future projects to be Australian. Funny story, Chapter 2, the creators of Mortal Kombat thought that Goddard was trying to do an Australian accent which is why they decided to make him uh, oh, no. Aussie they oh, didn't no. find out until much later that this is actually how Goddard spoke because he was very much English <laughs> so that's American fantastic. American developers over here were like that's a funny accent you're Australian what? he was not he was speaking in his normal voice Racist people. as an Englishman <laughs> um, Jean-Claude Van Damme was sought to play Johnny Cage does anyone know why because the character was loosely based on him. Yes, that's correct. I already shared that. But he turned the role down to star in the Street Fighter movie, which has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 10% and 20%. <laughs> Take that, So asshole. fuck you. The Street Fighter movie sucks. Gene Claude. Uh, Tom Cruise was also sought after for the role of Johnny Cage. Um, fortunately, uh, he could not do that, and that meant that Lyndon Ashby could fill the role of Johnny Cage, and he is the best part of that movie. Oh! Mm. Um, he no. is the funniest part. Mm. 
That's writing. I don't think he has. I think he has two flawless. It wouldn't have looked though. Like the Shang Song, yeah. The perfect person to play that would have been Shang Song. Although it did pass in the nineties, when when you watch it again, his performance was like so over the top, and the way he did his facial expressions and his mouth that there were some times where I was like a little cringy watching. Will die. But Johnny Cage (laughs) was fucking spot on by Lyndon Ashby. Um, Ed Boon, co-creator of Mortal Kombat, was actually the voice of Scorpion. Oh, that's cool. Uh, here's another question. Lizzie, Oof. does the name Bridget Wilson Sampras mean anything to you? Does not. Joe, does the name Bridget Wilson Sampras mean nope. anything to you? David, you know this person. Sampras, the last name of uh, tennis great Pete Sampras. Almost forgot. Yeah. <laughs> forgot that great Must name. So this is great. the wife of Pete Sampras. Um, let's see. So you'll Wait, also Bridget recognize Wilson. Oh, no. Bridget Wilson Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're going to have to start all the way from the beginning again. <laughs> she watches weird porn. <laughs> that was the, just the music some before the porn, porn started. Right. Uh, so okay, you got a delivery. <laughs> Bridget Wilson Sampras portrayed Sonia Blight in the film. You'll recognize the last name since she's married to Pete Sampras, legendary tennis player. But Lizzie, you'd also know her by another name. That Veronica Vaughn. <gasps> That's right. This That's, is Veronica yeah, Vaughn. Is. Yeah. She's Veronica Vaughn? Yes. Oh, I love her. So Bridget uh, <laughs> Bridget actually turned down the role at first. Wait, wait, wait. The, can we, oh, yeah. Do you know who? That no. Veronica Vaughn. That Veronica Vaughn. So, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? Yeah, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. So hot. Want to touch the hiney? She loves those. This is something else that she does in public that isn't appropriate. <laughs> Um. <laughs> all right, so Bridget actually turned down the role at first so that she could finish her filming of Billy Madison. That meant that hot up-and-comer Cameron Diaz was in line to take the role, which she accepted. However, only a week or so into training for the role, she broke her wrist. That role was then doomed by Cameron Diaz because it was filled, I think, two more times by two very interesting, glad-they-didn't-happen choices. I think they were both... Uh, Miss Teen Americas or Miss Americas or something like that. Uh, but both of those women actually got hurt in training for this as well. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, the 90s weren't a time for women doing their own like training and stunts, I think. Uh, or Sean Connery. So nobody was doing their own shit. <laughs> so uh, who was it? So uh, after so many setbacks because of the injuries, Bridget Wilson Sampras was able to finish her filming of oh. Billy Madison. <laughs> By the time that she was, was done, able, it was yeah, still. <laughs> and was able to come back, which meant that she had to fly, like leave from her last scene that she needed to be on on Billy Madison go directly to the airport, take a flight to wherever they were shooting at the time and immediately start that same day that she landed. Oh my god. Yeah. But she she enjoyed she liked the role so much that she decided to do that. And then she'd have to rehearse her stunts uh in between takes. So you would get very much the way that like um the Iron Fist show on Netflix didn't work too well because they only gave the guy 15 minutes before each scene to rehearse and then whatever time in between takes this is the same way that she did it which is why her performance isn't all that great for the martial arts side but pretty good still um let's see other fun facts uh the when you first meet johnny cage there is a cameo well not a cameo 
but you know you see him on set and then the director he walks out on this movie set and the director comes down and it looks like Steven Spielberg uh, they did that intentionally because Steven Spielberg wanted to do the cameo himself but he couldn't due to scheduling conflicts because he is a big fan of the series um, so <laughs> Steven Spielberg said just use someone who looks like me so that they think hey is that Steven Spielberg uh, 23.3 million opening weekend the second largest of August history at the time and it was number one for three weeks also a very fun thing about this movie is that in the credits you will see symbols come up i think it's the same three or four symbols that come up in the credits this was actually a cheat code for mortal kombat 3 so if you remembered these symbols and entered them into mortal kombat 3 that came out that year then you would be able to get a cheat code i don't know which cheat it was (laughs) pretty cool right Pretty cool. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rocco did not think that was really cool. Hey, like Rocco. That voice. <laughs> Who entered this room? <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay, settle no down. One. It's okay, Rocco. All right. August 29th, 1995. So that same year, again, big year, the studio behind the movie released an unofficial prequel cartoon movie that took place mainly on the ship during the Mortal Kombat 1 movie. Uh, no actors did their own voice work, uh, and it serves as the only Mortal Kombat, quote-unquote, film. It was only 45 minutes long, but film to have a PG rating. Um, it was dog shit. <laughs> Dog shit jumps. Because it's just them on yeah, the ship. And PG rating. Um, and animation was fucking terrible at that mm. time. September 1995, MK Trilogy released, making all characters from the games Mortal Kombat 1 through 3 playable. Also, this game introduced Chameleon as a character in the game. All right, 1996. We are on the other side of this mountain. Uh, that is Mortal Kombat in the 90s. Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. In 1996, Midway decided to dabble once again in animation. They released Defenders of the Realm, a sequel to the 1995 movie with flashbacks to connect it. However, the sequel live-action film disregarded most of what happened in this show. Um, the newly revamped Australian Kano made his debut. Also, this series is famous for introducing the character of Quan Chi, who appeared here before any other video games, uh, an important character in the video game storyline. The show's aim at a younger audience uh, did not work for them. It was in direct competition with Street Fighter, which again is very cartoonish and very animated. Um, and without its signature violence, there was nothing to set it apart. So after 13 episodes, that shit was canceled. 1997, October 15th, Mortal Kombat 4 was released in arcades. It's the last game to serve as an arcade cabinet. So after Mortal Kombat 4, Nomos Arcade Games. Um, thanks to the work being done by Sony and PlayStation on the grounds of 3D gaming, which I have already done in an episode, hopefully you remember, except for Lizzie, she wasn't here. Uh, Mortal Kombat 4 was a 3D game in which you moved around the stages very differently. It also had very shit graphics. Uh, Raiko was introduced as well uh, as throw moves. Shinnok became the final boss. Mortal Kombat 4 also introduced the Combo Max, which is well received by competitive players. The meat skin. Do you remember oh, yeah, the meat yeah. skin? <laughs> it was basically a human body mm-hmm. with no skin. So it was all just like meat person. But this was a skin that you can play with. A skin is like a, a uniform, an outfit that you can put on. So Mortal Kombat 4's downside was the introduction of weapons. Although it was a highly requested bit by fans, the terrible mechanics of weapons made it a low point in the game. Mortal Kombat 4 would hit PlayStation, Nintendo 64, Windows, and Game Boy Color in 1998. 
Here's the shit sequel to the movie that has left us in Mortal Kombat's uh, hell ever since. November 21st, 1997, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So despite New Line Cinema not granting an equal or higher budget, Midway decided to move forward on a sequel to the 1995 film with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. This game was based off of the the third game storyline. It was a massive pooper, bringing in only $35 million and receiving scores of... 2% 2% and 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. We need to edit something. Dexter's dad was the Raiden in this movie, not the original one. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not editing shit. <laughs> okay, cool. We're fucking rolling with it. Is that the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score? No, not ever. But there's a lot of like movies that have twos. Um, you was can that audience or critic? That was critic. Two percent critic, twenty-five percent audience, which also meant that this piece of shit movie scored higher with the audience than Street Fighter. So Jean Claude Van Damme, fuck you again. <laughs> yes. Let's see. Here's why the project was a bust for many reasons, both good and bad. Only two members of the original cast returned: Robin Show, who played Liu Kang, and Talisa Soto, who played Kitana. Uh, Lyndon Ashby turned down the role after reading the script, <laughs> so. He did not have scheduling conflicts. He was like, nope, pooper, done. Uh, Michael J. White was again sought after for the role of Jax, but ended up passing on it again for his role in 1997, movie that came out, Spawn, for his role in the Spawn movie. So he passed to be Mike Tyson and to be Spawn. So Lynn Red Williams took the role, replacing... Gregory McKinney from the first movie. So McKinney uh, was in it for a very short amount of time, but McKinney couldn't take the role due to health issues. And then in 1998, one year after the movie's release, Gregory McKinney actually passed away from those illnesses. He was only in the first movie for like the first 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, just the very beginning. The raid in yep. the beginning, that was it. Well, the raid and then on the dock Yeah, when she goodbye. runs on the boat. Uh, but Lynn Williams, the actor who did play Jax, was actually an American gladiator, which will also be an episode on this show, Dibs No Takes Backs. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson didn't return to direct the sequel either. After seeing the movie Mortal Kombat Annihilation uh, and hating how it turned out, he regretted this decision. He said many times in many interviews that this is the reason why he stayed on to direct and produce all six Resident Evil films so that he can shepherd one property's full vision. Resident Evil was great, though. Resident Evil was great. Yeah. It's weird, but great. Video game was good, too. Uh, Chris Casamasa didn't reprise his role as choreographer and Scorpion due to his uh, being busy with work on the set of Batman and Robin. Oh, fuck you, too, dude. Yeah, that guy did not... (laughs) Do well. Um, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Bridget Wilson Sampras turned down her role to play Sarah Michelle Geller's sister in the movie I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, wow. yeah, we yeah. watched that. You can't even recognize her. Yeah. Is it the glasses? Because she's wearing glasses. Yes. <laughs> The greatly reduced budget meant that many actors and stunt people had to play many different roles, which led to Robin Shu, Shou, who played uh, Liu Kang, um, who was working as the main fight choreographer now, not being present for many of the film's big fight sequences. So Sub-Zero fights Scorpion in this. He's the main fight choreographer, but he had to be filming Liu Kang shots, so he couldn't be there, which is why that was not a very good fight sequence. One with somebody at the end, uh, he couldn't be there for that. He's basically only... Choreo- chore- choreographed. Choreographing 
the fight sequences that he was in and then just talking to the other choreographers um, when he couldn't be there. So this movie did not do well. The smaller budget also meant that certain heavy makeup and prosthetic characters such as Shiva, who was in the role, and... Motaro, uh, the centaur guy, were too expensive to play a big role in the film, which is why you very rarely saw them, and in the games, they're a huge part of the story. Uh, the only good to come from this was that the future great Tony Ja performed a lot of the backup stunt work for Robin show when he couldn't be available. Tony Ja is famously known for the Ongbok movies. Ever hear of those? Uh, and The Protector. September 9th, 1999. Here's almost the end. Mortal Kombat Gold, a revamped edition of Mortal Kombat 4, was released. Uh, this series, after that, would go on a five-year hiatus. Uh, running from 1998 to 1999, there was a show called Mortal Kombat Conquest. This followed Luke uh, Kung Lao winning the tournament, defeating Shang Tsung. After sparing his life, he now needs to train a new group of fighters before the next tournament. Uh, who he was training was a fighter named Taja and Siro, who didn't appear in games and were made exclusively for the show, which is good because they sucked. Um, I also have the first episode of that if you wanted to watch it. Somehow better than Annihilation, though. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Uh, the show was meant to serve as a prequel to the 1995 movie, though its cancellation meant that it would never connect. Chris Casamasa returned as Scorpion, although a very shit version of him. And then uh, this is actually one of Ava Mendez's... No. Ava... Oh, shit. I can't remember now if it's Ava Mendez or Ava Longoria. One of their very first appearances in, in shows and stuff um, was on this stupid show. Mortal Kombat also had a run of comics that coincided with Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 4 video game releases. And then Malibu Comics, who you probably haven't heard of because they sucked, uh, had a 22-issue run from 1994 to 1995. The future of Mortal Kombat. So after Midway filed for bankruptcy, the rights to all Mortal Kombat properties were bought by Warner Brothers in 2009. The game series is currently on its 11th numbered game in the franchise. It's also had great crossovers in the DC fighting game uh, Injustice and Mortal Kombat versus DC. The Mortal Kombat reboot will be released on April 16th, 2021. It's being said that it'll push the limit of the R rating, include loyal fatalities, have more inclusive casting, have a stronger focus outside of the tournament, including the storied rivalry and friendship of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, yes. and leave room for a franchise without holding anything back on this movie's story. So April 16th, hopefully yeah. by the time you're hearing this, you are close to or definitely able to watch this. <laughs> Lizzie does not have confidence in my ability to put the shows out. Are we going to get together and watch this? When is this coming? Yeah, when, where to. is this coming out? Where? HBO Max. And theaters. And theaters. Anyone that Max. we know in it? Watch that it on I HBO know? Max. Uh, that you know. I don't know because you watch shows that sometimes have like these smaller actors. It doesn't have like huge name yeah, actors. That's why they're saying it, um, it's, it's stayed kind of true to the... Like mm-hmm. it's not a big face yeah. cast. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's all about like fatalities and dying and shit. So I imagine if they do a three series, three film series to stay loyal, you will need people to die. Up. I'm sure it will, but there's also keep in mind just maybe a handful of characters that their Aren't face is actually like relevant. Uh. Yeah. I know I only know one person, it's the person who I sent you the Yeah. So um 
now I forget his name, but he is one of the people from Warrior, which is now also on HBO Max. Go watch Warrior yeah. and demand that they give it a third season because that show is the fucking tippy top of martial arts in film and movies. Uh, but yes, no Johnny Cage in this movie. Um, I can do without that. Our entry will be Why? this character, Cole, somebody, Cole Young. Why do you hate Johnny Cage? Because he's everything you like, like mjf or somebody oh, he's just an like, asshole her cross reference <laughs> well, worlds right now well if you had to cast a johnny cage for this movie um, hollywood actors who who would you go with that's a good question i think it's less on the appearance like as long as he's a i don't know just some cocky probably white guy because he yeah. can be cocky um but as long as he's like some cocky actor that's like good and quippy um. Yeah. So my mind can't move away from Ryan Reynolds right now. No, God, no, no. Um, who else does? Who else? But I also like people. Ryan Reynolds I think, is too likable. I think yeah, one of the reasons why you have people who are so unknown is because you have actors who don't do their own stunts, and then you have a lot of these folks like Robin Shu in the original movies, who was a. Just fight choreographer and somebody who is like a, a backup or a stunt person um, and they're doing their stuff. So hopefully this is why we don't know these people is because they have some experience in They're essentially stunt stuntmen right. that are just trained to be actors. Right. So hopefully that's why and, and I would hope that if they bring on somebody for Johnny Cage just given that character's background that it's somebody who is very very good at martial arts already. Uh, or they can do like a <laughs> They can make it sort of out of uh, the normal stream of, of stuff and make him an old Johnny Cage, and then it can be Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he can finally no. get redemption for all of the nope. bullshit. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy? Fuck that guy. You heard it here, Jean-Claude Van Damme. You should have dated Monica. <laughs> I was going to go there. <laughs> yeah. So, who would you cast know. as Johnny Cage? You don't even know who Johnny Cage is, so... Who is a cocky, no. but a cocky white guy actor type? Yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be white, but like a cocky actor type. His uh, character is probably like a, a. His character is an actor. His character is yeah. he's a martial artist who started acting, yeah. so he gets a lot of backlash, like whether he's like a real martial artist or mm. not, and he's somebody that he's a martial artist first and an actor second, so it's like that type of stuff. Who is your fan cast choice for Johnny Cage? Let's see what the, Ew, no, don't see what go the to other fans are fan saying. Oh, look, Ryan Reynolds. Them. My pick would be Ryan Reynolds. Who the yeah. fuck? Hey, shut your fucking mouth. Everybody says Ryan Reynolds. Um, no. Somebody said not Ryan Reynolds, but then didn't give a name. Somebody said <laughs> obviously Nick Cage. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> Nick Cage? No. Fuck no. He's so old. Chris Evans? I was, yeah, like a Chris Evans, but I would stay. Zach away Efron? From. I was thinking Efron. I, yeah, Efron might be good. I think someone he would need to get a little bit better shape and then work more on his choreography, but like a Matt Damon. Yeah, I feel like exactly. I think, no, I think no, no, no. In the look, the fact that you just said ill. Yeah, but that's he's exactly also older. I'm thinking in younger. the look, you have to like look at this person and be like, like douchebag right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which, but which that's Matt right. Matt Damon. Right. That's right. Sure, but I feel like he's too old. He's fucking Jason Bourne. <laughs> Uh, I don't got, think any of these people of can votes. fight. I'm looking a couple for, for like Danny DeVito. This guy, <laughs> Channing Tatum. Ooh, Channing Tatum might What's be good. What's this guy? Ooh. Angel Elgort. Okay. I mean, he it's he doesn't do Mortal Kombat, but he's like a dancer, he's so he knows how to move <laughs> yes. his body. Oh, I got so it. Probably no, do Richard, good. Thank you. No, uh, fucking um, the dude from Kingsman. Oh, Terry, um, Taron, Taron Egerton. E Egerton? No. Egg is that his name? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Taron Egerton. That's the my fucking Elton John guy. Yeah, 
And Ansel, Ansel Elgort, yeah. He's oh, baby yeah. driver? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I, yeah, Divergent is where I know stars. Yeah. All the Divergent movies. Yeah. He looks, he's, he's too... He has a... He's too much of like, you look at him and you're like, oh, he looks like a He's a, a pretty guy. boy. Yeah, you gotta look at <laughs> him and be like, like douchebag. I don't like his face. Channing Tatum, douchebag. I mean, good guy, but appearance-wise. Appearance-wise, no. douchebag. Just great-looking douchebag. Yeah. Zac Efron. Zac Efron, great-looking great looking douchebag. What? Nah, you guys have no. Seen yeah, I was gonna say no, not F. What about Jeremy Renner? That's not I him, see, though. Is he Jeremy Renner? Hmm. No, but that, it reminded me mm. of Jeremy. You Renner. Never see Jeremy Renner? Like his type. If he wasn't already a fucking, well, then Avenger. give it to this kid because he's not known. That's who I oh, said. Oh, that's who he said. The no, that's who kid. I said. Oh, my bad. That's uh, Elton John. I don't. D- no, Elton John is Elton John. Stop saying that. That's just confusing. <laughs> That's Elton John. Clearly, God. we're not requesting Elton John be. <laughs> I mean, don't say that. It's confusing. Fuck. All right. Uh, well, that is going to do it. Favorite Mortal Kombat character, and then I will sign us off, and we will get the fuck out of here. My overall. See, that's hard. I like lots of ninjas <laughs> and <laughs> lots of. <laughs> okay, hang on. Jesus. My favorite male. She's thirty-three. Is probably Scorpion. Your favorite male? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're because then I have a female favorite. Okay. Which is Melina. Okay. Crazy female, mouth. Female would be yeah. Katana. Crazy mouth. Well, that's why. I, whatever. <laughs> female Katana. Male. Lizzie, why don't you look at some characters? <laughs> look yeah. at some Mortal Kombat characters and just let me know what you think is She's like the be best like, nope, design. Nope. That guy looks creepy. Nope. She's going to pick like Johnny Cage. <laughs> like, wait, like, I guess Probably. like to play with? Can no, just like favorite character, like character story, character. maybe okay. to play with, maybe just their their portrayal in movies or anything. Just like your uh-huh. favorite character, if you had to dress as anybody for Halloween. Well, no, I've been trying to do this for years. Combat. Can we please do this? Say Sub Zero, Sub Zero. Yeah. Why you so have Katana to be my and Sub Zero and all of them. Yeah, you literally went to oh, my really? fucking yeah. altar on both of those. I didn't even think of You're that. You're an asshole. Do you oh see what God. I have to live with? I like Sub Zero as well, though. Oh, who did you say, Joe? Do you see what I have to live with? Wait, for my, the ones that I like? Mm-hmm. Melina and Scorpion. Mm. You can yeah, just type those names. And in who too. did you say? I said Katana and Sub-Zero. And Thomas? Sub-Zero. Oh, Sub-Zero. Oh, here he is. The blue guy. Yeah. He's the blue ninja. <laughs> he looks almost the Does same. Does he have a mask on there or no? Yeah, there's a few of them with a mask on. Okay, so just based off of... Aesthetics. Yep. Um, just based, just based <laughs> of oh, Korea. Um, Havoc is kind of cool looking. Okay, I like Melina because she's got mm-hmm. a purple suit on. Do you see her mouth? No, she's got a mask. Oh, she's got like a really sad face on, or Type. a really scary face. Yes, scary, sad face. Uh, she kind of looks like she's crying, but it looks like she's crying blood. <laughs> That's she, probably she accurate, actually. She might be. Yikes. I mean, I don't... Stop. It's so sexualized, though, so I'm not yeah, a fan of that. Gonna, I do can, I, can, like, I, can I see the picture you're looking at? Yeah, pass that to him. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. I just heard sexual. It's very sexualized, so I don't like that, but I do like the purple costume. Uh, the one doing the licking is Melina. The one doing... Can I see that picture? The licking <laughs> is David. Holy shit. She looks like Venom. I love her. That's why I love her. That's kind of cool. I like Venom. Like my favorite. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Who are your favorites? Other than Sub-Zero as well. 
Uh, I think it's... Uh, you have to pick a female. Do I? I mean, I guess it is March. Timon. Is it not March, Joe? Is you said there March? were three days left. Thank you. Jesus. Oh, damn. It looks like Choose a fucking side here. Probably go with Sonya Blade. She's blonde. She's very... Well, actually, so... <laughs> Big if, if we're going with all properties included, it's probably... Um, complex. Yes, I do. She's spawn. She's hot. She's bossy. <laughs> loud? She's loud. Uh, Gee. Sonia. Who are, who are you describing? Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Uh, Cassie Cage. Sonia Blade and Johnny Cage's daughter. I think that would be my pick. Also, Jax's daughter is fucking awesome in the games. Have you played a game in a while? No. Oh man, you gotta pick him up. Cool. All right. Well, that will do it for my report on Mortal Kombat. Go watch Mortal Kombat April sixteenth. We don't make any money off that, but somebody should give us money. We can be found on social media: Instagram, we underscore the nineties; Twitter, we underscore nineties; and Facebook, we the nineties. Review us on Apple Podcasts. We still only have nine reviews, but fucking five out of five. It's perfection. <laughs> so if you have anything less to say than a five, don't review. <laughs> don't review. If your name is Jean-Claude Van Damme, don't review. Or any of the people we call douchebags in casting Johnny Cage. Uh, also, give us money. Patreon.com slash we the 90s. We don't have any shit different from what you already get, but just give us money, Matt and Mom. That's it. That's all we got. Email us. We the 90s dot podcast at gmail.com. And... Uh, if you're listening to this one when we released it, then this is the new release schedule of these shows. So every three months, uh, we will release eight shows. So over 12 weeks, we'll record eight shows. Maybe at the end of the year, we'll record a special ninth one for our end of the year super spectacular trivia bonanza. What I call that? I don't know. It probably wasn't that, though. That's what it was. But we'll Something implement for it. the cure. Uh, oh, yes, for the cure. Uh, so we'll probably do an, an episode there. But yes, we will drop eight episodes every three months and then you get to binge watch it the way that media should be consumed binge watching fuck you disney plus we want to watch falcon and winter soldier all right now wow watch the mighty ducks thing I did. did you watch it yeah I, that fucking kid was hilarious i loved it i was laughing my lizzie was not the neighbor it. the podcast yes, kid. the podcast yes. neighbor oh my god yeah watch mighty ducks game changers well that'll do it this is how we do the episodes See you in three months or whenever you're listening to this, I guess. We'll see you or have saw you or maybe never again. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Finish it. <laughs>